Well, here we are. Only this time, I am not alone. I've got a guest and I cannot wait for you to meet them. Let's get started. Welcome to the Market Your Biz Better podcast with my mom, Deb Laflamme. She created this podcast for biz owners like you who could use a little help in the marketing department. I've heard her on calls and she's pretty good at what she does. Don't be embarrassed. My mom says you can't be an expert at everything. And between us, the more you need her support, the more Netflix you get to watch. My mom knows you are busy running your biz and that's why most of her episodes will be quick tip you can do right away. Sometimes she meets talented people and she'll get really excited about them and how they can help you and will invite them on as a guest. My mom is standing over me ready to get this podcast episode started. Thanks for listening. Hey, everybody. I am so excited to have another casual conversation for the Market Your Biz Better podcast. Today, I have a guest you are going to love, but just don't love her as much as I do because that's a lot of love. So I'm excited to invite my favorite person in the world, Emily Ahrens of emilyahrens.com, psychic biz coach, intuitive healer, amazing mom, amazing friend, amazing wife, and backyard chicken farmer. I don't want to forget that, right? Hey, Em. Hey, what's up, Deb? What's up? So glad you are here. I'm so Thank excited. I'm so excited to be here. It's such an honor and you're one of my best friends. And so I just, it just feels like a natural thing. Like we're just going to hang out. It's so exciting. And by the way, I love your podcast. So thank you. I am um, excited to hang out with you too, because it gives me another opportunity to share you with my people. So sharing is caring. So (laughs) what I wanted to talk about um, today, of course, and um, I'm going to give you a minute to um, introduce yourself more detailed if you'd like, but why I wanted you as a guest, I really want to tell people what to listen for and look for in this podcast. But one of the things that um, I pride myself on with the Love Your Biz Map is identifying our your dream client. And I can tell you that until last year, I was not really sure about who I was serving. So I knew what I brought to the table. I knew what my gifts were but I wasn't sure who my person was that I needed to speak to. And I know that I pride myself on the fact that I say, if you talk to everyone, you're actually talking to no one. And you, Emily, have the most amazing eight minute, and I have to say eight minute because you know my, my attraction to eight, but also I had never meditated before. And you introduced me to your soulmate client meditation. It's actually, I believe, called attracting your soulmate client. Yeah. Right? Yep. And I sat and I relaxed and I meditated or I listened really because I wasn't sure what meditation was. And I finally had the chance to connect with my soulmate client. And I I refer to her and him, mostly her, as my dream client. So can you tell me a little bit about that exercise, that meditation, and then maybe give us a little light, a little more light on your business and where, where you are in the world? Definitely. So that meditation came through. um, Basically, I had noticed I was doing a lot of my one-on-one sessions, which I call soul book editing sessions. It's like a deep form of energy healing and clearing so that you can get the stuff out of the way, all those blocks that are kind of tripping us up over and over and over again, get them out of your way so that you can really step into the person you're here to be and serve at your highest level. And of Mm -hmm. course, that means you know, making more money, which you all right. love to do. Um, <laughs> but I noticed that, that I was walking people through 
connecting with their soulmate client constantly. And I'm like, you know what, this is something I can just have recorded and people can do it on their own. And what I do when I record meditations is I just, I kind of go into a deeper meditative state and I just fully channel whatever needs to come through. So I've never once, and I never will, I've never written down what I'm going to say and how I plan to send the meditation out. And like, I don't even edit it. Like, I don't even know how to edit it even if I wanted to, but it's fully channeled. So what came through that like perfect eight minutes was fully channeled, connecting to your highest self, relaxing your mind and body, and also just being able to connect with the energy of what it is to give from a place of love and to receive that connection back and to feel that relationship that you love to be in. Mm-hmm. It's that client who you love to work with, that person that you're just like, yes, I can't wait to see them. You see them on their schedule and you light up. And then when they see you, they're like, yeah, they're so excited. They love to pay you. It's like this mutual love for and respect for each other. And you helping them is also them helping you. And it's this beautiful relationship. So that's kind of the gist of that meditation. And then, of course, we end that meditation with a practice of gratitude. Mm -hmm. And I know you and I talk about this gratitude all the time. I love the gratitude. Yep. My gratefuls. Yeah. And so I do my, yeah, we do our gratefuls every night. It's a habit that I've gotten myself into. And I feel like it's my secret weapon in my business. It's the number one thing I feel that moves the needle forward better than any kind of self-promotion or marketing or sales pitch. It's, it's about connecting on a deeper level with, you know, how thankful you are for this life and what's going on in it and the connection with these people and the possibility of them buying your products and services and what it will do for you and what it will do for the world and being able to be that light so that other people can shine their light. And then, then it ripples outward into their life. And so sharing that level of gratitude, especially in the meditation where it's only so short, but you're connecting really deeply. um, It can be so, so powerful. So, I go in my closet actually and I shut the door and I hit the record button on my computer and I just close my eyes and I just go for it. Mm-hmm. Um, a number of occasions when I've recorded meditations, the energy is so powerful coming through that it actually shuts off my computer. Um, even if I've tested it and making sure the sound and everything works, like I have come out of a meditation tested the sound before going like closing my eyes and as soon as I opened my eyes like my entire computer shut off and the battery's dead so they are powerful and they zap technology all the time so it's interesting because um as, as I've done this meditation I don't need always to hear your voice and guide me because I've done it so much and um every time I do it I go deeper and deeper and I get more connected and you, you made, just made a statement about it being your superpower. The fact that, you know, you, it, no marketing strategy, no sales pitch, you're basically, you are your yourself and you are connecting exactly with the people who need you most because you are speaking to them. You know exactly what they need to hear from you, when they need to hear from you, how they need to hear from you, how frequently they need to hear from you on what platform. And that's the beauty I, I believe of taking this time sitting still and identifying who in fact your soulmate client or dream client or ideal client or perfect customer, however you want to title it, depending upon what industry you're in, it doesn't matter. The reality is the clearer you are, 
the more focused we are on who that person is, it is so easy to market to them, right? And that, we yeah. use the word market because marketing, in my opinion, is messaging, right? So the clearer you are about who you're talking to, the clearer your message becomes. Totally. I couldn't right. agree more. And yeah. when you said, if you're not, if you're not talking to that one person, you're talking to nobody, I couldn't agree more. And yeah. that's sort of, you know, my approach to my marketing, my business is a little bit alternative in that I do connect energetically to get to the heart and soul of that one person. Right. And I ask them, you know, as far as like emailing, uh, Instagram, Facebook, Facebook live, sometimes I just feel called to do something live and I'll connect with them energetically and ask, what do you need to hear from me today? Mm -hmm. And it's very different than going into like, okay, I know I need to do a Facebook live, but I feel like I have nothing else to say. And that is so, so self, so self-centered and selfish to mm -hmm. just think about what you feel like putting out there. Mm -hmm. It's not about you. It's mm -hmm. not about how great your hair looks or your makeup is. It's about showing up for the people who are out there praying for your services. Mm -hmm. And if you are too selfish and thinking only about how good you look or sound, or if you're stumbling, like people get really caught up and tripped up on doing live video or whatever they're doing because they're like, oh, well, what if somebody doesn't like it? What if I just trip over my words? What if I forget what I'm saying? But if you're just focusing on that in yourself, yeah, you might. But if you're serving, and like I watch your Facebook lives all the time, of course, like I'm a huge fan of yours, but mm -hmm. you're just here to be of service and you're just here to help other people. If I was stuck on how I looked or what I sounded like, I would never go live. I know, me too. <laughs> I mean, in the last probably year, year and a half, and I've watched, I've watched some of your videos from years ago. I mean, I watch how different you are because we're not worrying about us. We're worrying more. We're not even worrying. We're just sharing what the message is that our person needs to hear today. Yeah. That's where the power happens. And I can tell you that in my practice, it's been posting with purpose, posting with passion. This is the true foundation of intentional marketing, intentional yeah. messaging, right? And this yeah. is, goes, you and I have had this conversation so many times with your people and my people, no book, no course, no PDF, no video series can tell you all the answers. The only person who can give you the answers is deep within what your soulmate client needs to hear from you mm -hmm. today. Really, that's that was the big shift for my business is understanding that this isn't about me. It's not about me at all. It's about what my person, what my dream client needs most from me and how I can serve them. And this is the other side. If I can't saying, I can't help you with that, but here's someone who can. Mm -hmm. So not saying yes all the time, but being really clear about what my gifts are and who needs them and when they need them and where they need them. Yeah. I think the biggest thing also that's coming up too is when you are so connected like that and you start to feel like, okay, there's, there might be something more that I can give people. What should I put out there? What do they need from me right now? And the biggest myth is that we have to brainstorm and think of what the next idea is and like, what should I price it at? What should I call it? What should I do? And, and really you can connect deeper on that level too. You can connect and have your soulmate client tell you what they want, when they want it, how they want it, 
what price is it going to take for them to have their full transformation mm-hmm. and blindly trust and take action on that? Mm-hmm. Because a lot of people are like, well, what if like you're, you're asking me just to go into meditation and get this like, answer? It's like, well, how do I know it's going to work? Well, how's it going the opposite way? Like <laughs> what's your track record? Like just like throwing it out there. Cause I know mine was pretty terrible. I would put offers out there and no one would buy. And then I would try to do it again. Like a month later with a discount, no one would buy. Mm. And if you approach it from a different angle and from a soulful place, people, it resonates with people differently. Yeah. yeah. And so yeah, it's like all the time people buy from people. They're not buying from a brand. So you have to be your true self. Yeah. You and I know you and I, yeah. And I know you and I have both put offers out there without a sales page, without a website, without I like that. I was just going to say that <laughs> like, we, we put big offers out that don't even have a name. Right. Everybody's right. like, well, what should I name this program? And honestly, I was there. I remember being like, what should my group, my first group that I ran in 2017, what should I name that? And it was like, uh, love your biz. Like, like this, <laughs> let's not overthink that one. Right. But you're right. Without a sales page. I mean, I would say, 70%, maybe even more of my offers were with a PayPal link, yep. no sales page, because you know what? Your dream client doesn't need all of that. They just need you and the solution that you are going to, the solution that you are the solution to their problem, mm-hmm. that whatever is struggling with, that they're struggling with, that you have the solution, whether it's your service, your product, whether it's you. Um, this is actually a great, great segue into, I want to know, because you just talked about some of your offers and how things were working for you before, how has the internet, how has the internet impacted your business? I mean, I know where you are now, but if you could just share with everyone where you were two years ago, one year ago, and where you are now, I would love for you to just share your journey with us. Okay. I want to take us back even farther than that into a time machine. When okay, I good. was, when I had just started my wellness business, I had a uh, wellness center and I would use Microsoft Word to create a flyer and I had to format it so there would be four per page and I'd go to Staples and have them printed and cut on colorful paper and I would go car to car and put them on people's windshields and I would <laughs> put them on community boards with a thumbtack. I mean the amount of time and, and money them down right you're like oh and you, and you knew that they were going to be put in the trash like that's the half of it you're like someone's and then of course you would leave the parking lot and then you see them all over the parking lot and you're like oh dear god i just made so much trash and litter oh my gosh <laughs> um so that i i mean i really was lucky enough to be able to have a business where i was really doing like grassroots foundation up and i remember um having like, I had to convince my, at the time, business partners to get constant contact. Like they didn't see what the purpose of it was. So like we have right. Gmail and I'm like, Oh my God. So from that fast forward to now, I mean, even within the last couple of years, like you're mentioning, so transitioning from a brick and mortar into yeah. helping people in the online space, I'm able to help thousands of people, right. not just one at a time. I'm able to help so many more people and saving time, saving money. I don't have to even leave my house. And as a mom, it's like, you know, we're constantly having to trade our, our time for money at our job. And mm-hmm. for me, it was like my son inspired that desire to actually value my time more. Right. And before him, I was like, yeah, I'm, I'm worth of my time is more valuable. Sure. But it wasn't until I had him where I really thought I 
I just can't do this anymore. And something's got to give. And I want to be able to contribute to my family in a bigger way. But more than that, I had this urge and this calling from the inside that's like, you're here to serve a much higher purpose and mm -hmm. you're doing the world a disservice by playing so small. Mm -hmm. And a lot of people I find don't see themselves like for who they are. And actually, I'm totally on a tangent right now, but yesterday I had a session with somebody. Okay. Yesterday I had a one-on-one -on -one session with somebody and what came through was it turns out that she's a pure, like this is what channel came through from her guidance, that she is a pure channel of the divine mother. And I was like, right, whoa. Like when I say that, I'm like, like it hits me hard. And all of a sudden it was like, because we were talking earlier, I'm like, well, what is, what's going on is your soul is like doing work while you're sleeping. Because you're not doing it here. You're not brave enough to start doing it now in this lifetime. Your soul is off traveling. Are you waking up tired? And she's like, all the time. I'm like, okay, so your soul is so hungry to do this work. It's like whether you do it now in this lifetime or your soul has to go out and like astral travel and do it in another place or dimension, it's doing it. And so all these pieces started to come together. And when I hit that one or when that came through, it was like, oh my gosh, this is making so much sense. You're here to like rescue and save our planet. You're here to bring in nurturing on this magnificent level and you're not doing it. And I was like, oh my gosh, she does all this stuff with like non-toxic living. And she's like, like all the pieces started making perfect sense. I'm like, oh my gosh. She's and like her... Yeah. Right. Yeah. And it's like her business is starting to make sense, but it's like, and she was crying. I was crying. And she's like, I feel like it, it, that resonates so deeply and profoundly. I feel like, like I've known that all along, but I didn't have words for it. Mm -hmm. And it's like when people see you and you see your purpose and cause I know you see it and you know yours. And it's like, when you know it so deeply, it's like, you can't help but need to get it out there. So therefore the internet is very helpful. <laughs> I just circle right back to the right, question. Right. right because you are, it's a gift, right? You never, you've never seen it as an obstacle. You've seen yeah. it as a gift. And that's the yeah. thing that my audience says all the time is I don't know how to connect with my dream client online. And I, I say like, remove that. I don't know how, and how about let's try because right. you have an audience in front of you who is hungry, who is starving, not hungry, starving yeah. for everything that you have. And mm -hmm. you no, know, don't tell me that Facebook ads don't work or don't tell me that no one's watching your videos. Let me, let me tell you this. When you speak to your dream client, they hear you loud and clear. And I've yeah. watched Emily, for example, connect with someone from a Facebook live, not advertised, just sitting in her car, she was her raw, authentic self and someone connected, a beautiful person connected with her message so deeply because she was her authentic self crying. Let's just add that crying <laughs> in your car. I mean, that's not like your normal practice, but something <laughs> right. was happening to you, yeah. something emotional, something deep was happening to you and you were sharing it because you knew, you knew that someone needed to hear that message. You had no idea who, but you had a calling, a deep calling to share that message. And obviously it was the right time. It was, you know, they say Bashert, right? They say <laughs> it's that moment, it's that time. Uh, there are no coincidences. And that person heard it loud and clear. It's oh, yeah. pretty amazing. Yeah. It's
remarkable really is the word yeah you know, and i've had a, talking about right and I'm, the thing is right and then people reach out constantly after watching a video like oh my gosh i so needed to hear that and that particular video i was driving and it like i kept feeling the message coming through louder and louder about having more faith in yeah. your potential than having yeah. faith in your fear because yeah. we have so we have so much faith like we are being driven by all this fear and every day we're being strangled by it and we're being like those thoughts that all your clients have these beliefs those are just beliefs but that's all fear right if you if you didn't have this belief that there's no i'm not connected with my customers my customers aren't online nobody's watching me who would you be without that thought right because it's not even true first of all those are excuses. And that's because it, we're playing small. We're yeah. totally afraid. We don't want to be more than we already are. Yeah. So don't tell me that you want to be more if you're not willing to say, I'm going to try this. Right. I'm going to step but, in and be my, be my highest self for my people, right. the people that need me most. And that's the scariest thing for all of us is to let go of the facade, let go of the, the, um, the mask that we put on in front of people let go of who we are currently or who we have been our whole life. Mm -hmm. Literally that part of you has to die in mm -hmm. order for you to step up and serve at higher levels. Mm -hmm. And that's actually something that people don't talk about a lot because you're like, yeah, well, I want to make more money. I want to be more successful. Well, if you want something that you've never had, you've got to do something you've never done. And frankly, you have to be someone you've never been. And it's, so profound, but like, look at us, look at us a year ago. We are not the same people nope. two years ago. I, nope. I don't even like, I was driving through um, a town nearby yesterday and like, I, I had multiple apartments in this town and it's like, oh my gosh, like the person who I was back then, like, I'm like, she's not even existing anymore inside of me. Yeah. Um, I mean, I think of this in business, how mm -hmm. you've evolved, how I've evolved. And I would say that what you just said which I love is um, you've got to do things you've never done. You've got to absolutely, if you want things that you've never had, you just said this, I don't even know if I'm wording it. I think I'm wording it right. If you want things you've never had, you need to do things you've never done. Oh, I just yeah. love that. I'm going to have to yeah. quote that. I'm going to tweet that. Thanks. <laughs> but it's not my original quote. It's other people say it before too, but it's true. Yeah, it's so true. And I would say, and like you said, the faith, you need to have faith in the potential rather than faith in the fear. And if, and this is part of the love your biz map, having the confidence to be your best self. And yesterday, the card that I pulled for my group was brilliance. And mm. when someone tells you, you are good at what you do say, yes, I am. Don't say, Oh, really? What do you mean? Say, yes, I am. Thank you so much. Because the more you believe in your thing, what makes you famous. And the more you believe in how clear you are and connected with your soulmate client, and the more you believe in your soul purpose, why you're here, the more confidence you have. And people love confidence. Yeah. So you have to have it. So that leads me to Emily, like what, what gives you, I mean, you came from a place where you were struggling. You were eating cans of what? Beans? Black bean soup. Goya black bean soup, 99 cents black bean soup. And I would divide it into two meals. And every so often I would get a few sprigs of cilantro because I was fancy. <laughs> you know, my aversion with cilantro, right? Ooh. Yes. It's yes. not my thing. But 
But <laughs> you went from that to this, like what you have every day, you're high, serving at your highest level beyond your wildest dreams. I mean, that's what it is. It's really like, you probably never knew this two years ago that you'd be here. So what gave you the confidence to take the steps to get you forward? I say like, you know, we fill our gas tank in our car to move ourselves forward. What did you do to fill that tank to take that next step? Um, the first thing that came to me was I was actually receiving uh, an energy work session. I was on the table and I felt my angels come to me and say, light workers be the light. Mm-hmm. And people who follow me might hear me say this sometimes. I love because, when you say that. Because what that meant to me at the time, it was kind of like a spirit dope slap. Like you have the abilities and you're doing nothing with it. Ah. Almost like shame on you. Like yes. look. And, and so for me, it was like, uh, it was so evident that I needed to start waving my freak flag. And at the time, two years ago, I was still in the closet as a, like, I didn't tell people I was psychic. I had been doing energy work for 17 years, 16 years, feeling, seeing, like embodying like energy. Like I knew it like the back of my hand. I'd taken intuitive classes. I could hold an object and tell you like who it came from. Like all this stuff that I completely denied. I could do cards till the the couch came home. Um, People would just say, oh my gosh, you're like an old soul. You're so wise. But really, I was like fully tapped into spirit. And I was so in the closet. Like I was so afraid of telling people and being out. And it's, you know, my belief is it's from multiple past lives of persecution. Um, We've all sort of had these experiences in in our subconscious, but in our energetic and our soul that if we are out, that's like, the worst thing you could possibly do because all we want to do is fit in and be part of tribe because being part of tribe means that you survive. It's like this innate, right. It's this innate instinct to fit in. And if I'm not fitting in and I'm out, like I could die. Right. So, so you want to be in the pack. You don't want to be the last, the end or the, the leader. You don't want to be the leader. You don't want to be the follower. You need to be in the midst, in the middle. That's where it's safe. But we know what that feels like. Safety isn't growth. Yeah. And, and for me, I felt this calling that was so loud and I was doing a disservice to the world and humanity that I wasn't sharing my gifts and being who I'm supposed to be. And little by little, I started having a little more courage to share that I meditated and share that I was psychic and do little card readings and then kind of eventually brave enough to channel on Facebook live. And I was like, Oh God, what if nothing works? What if I like, totally freeze up? What if nothing comes through? What if it's total bullshit? Like, sorry. Don't believe it. Um, okay. Um, but, but I was so terrified, but what happened was the contrary. And what I realized is that it doesn't matter if I'm in person with my hands on these people or if I'm Facebook live through a computer screen my energy work transmission is heightened anytime I do it. And so Mm -hmm. people were receiving energy work and I could see the potential and it started to allow me with this little bit of courage to find more confidence in it. And the more confidence I felt, the more I started to attract more people to me. 
and the more I was able to kind of hold my, my freak flag and like stake my claim in the ground and say, here's who I am and start to wave it. And I realized that I was trying to help everybody, but by doing so I was helping nobody. And this is back to what you said at the beginning. And when I realized I'm actually attracting a ton of entrepreneurs right now. Oh, and they're all women and they're all saying I'm stuck and overwhelmed. And I was like, it was like bells went off. I'm like, I just found a bitch. <laughs> it's like, did I, it just, it like, it just happened. Mm -hmm. And when I started saying I'm a psychic business coach and I can help entrepreneurs who are feeling stuck and overwhelmed, all of a sudden it was like somebody just started yelling from the top of the roofs and going here, she can help you. And people started coming in like in droves. Mm -hmm. And it was because I was able to narrow down my messaging and have the confidence and of course having the support to back me up to be like, yeah, you're not full of, you know, you're not, you're not full yeah. of it. Right. This is true. And there's the evidence, but having like you in my life and having other business friends in my life and just having the support of a community and people saying like, yeah, you're, you're here, you're doing good things and it's worthwhile. Like if you're doing it by yourself, it's so easy to get caught back in your fear of like, no, I'm not good enough. This isn't right. Right. But then every now, yeah, right. But yeah, but people are like, oh, I really like that meditation or, oh, that clearing was amazing. Oh, that changed me. Like, oh, really? And yeah. the more you put out, the more feedback comes out, comes back. Right. right, right. No, it's true. And, and that's the pieces. You're confident. The more confident you are, the more people you attract, the more people you attract, the more people talk about you. Like it's a beautiful circle of evolution. And that's what happens when you step away from the fear. And I, I mean, I'm the first one to raise my hand and say, I didn't even know what I was afraid of. Um, I, I go back to like the first thing last year that I did that changed my business was implementing an online scheduler. I mean, something that other know, people would too. have been like, yes, absolutely. Like do it. And I was like, what are you talking about? I don't want anyone to have access to my calendar, to my life to my quote unquote freedom, I had no idea logistically how it was going to save my life and save my business. Not only did it help me, it was a gift to my clients that I could literally give them a link and they can look at their calendar and find a spot. I mean, so I was not only saving my sanity, but I was giving them a gift of time. Yeah. They can make it work for them. They, they're in control of their calendar and I did not lose one ounce of freedom. So if anyone's listening and is struggling with thinking that you're giving away your freedom um, and letting people have access to your personal stuff, which wasn't something that I was afraid of because I knew how it worked logistically. But I would say if you're, if you've been doing emails and phone calls back and forth to schedule and book with clients and have not yet implemented an online scheduler, oh. message me because I can tell you that it was a game changer. That was the first, and I, like, I look back and I'm like, um, 14 months ago, maybe 16 months ago, I implemented it and I just used the free version of Calendly at the time. It was perfect. Synced it with my Gmail, with my Google Cal and boom, all of a sudden, all these calls were getting booked a lot faster. Nobody was <laughs> right? And honestly, the whole component of I need to reschedule because something came up, they're in charge of that. They don't have to connect with me. They can just go in and reschedule. So I love it too. If you're hemming and hawing over that, it actually doesn't, um, invade your freedom. It actually gives you freedom. So just one I little agree. thing to bring up. Yeah. Oh my gosh. The time it's, it, the time it would take me to 
when I, I was the same, I was terrified and I was like, they're going to book themselves all over my calendar. But I'm like, Oh, I have control when they can book. Okay. All those beliefs. Those are all beliefs that I had about what it would be about having an online calendar. And I, I fully agree with you. It's the best thing that's ever happened to me. Like in my, in my business, just be able to give that to them. Yeah. All right. So I want to just say that I have a couple more questions. So if okay. you have like, some time, I'll, I'll go quick, but like, I'm like completely over. Of course I have, you know, I could talk to you for six hours. So maybe six, you <laughs> I know, know. But you had mentioned support and I know that's a really big piece for, um, really big piece for, um, entrepreneurs, women, men, um, who are doing it on their own. And so we talked a little bit about um, confidence and we talked about figuring out who your audience is and what your thing is, but how have you been able to find the support in your business? I know you and I both have husbands and kids and oftentimes my husband, God love him. He wants to be involved and wants to be supportive, but he's not an entrepreneur. He works for someone else and he goes to work. He does his job. He comes home. He leaves it all, um, you know, leaves it all there. Tell me like how you've sourced or found people to support you and what that feels like when you're feeling like you're up against something that's in your way to move forward. Well, my husband is not supportive in very many ways. Like when I started my online business, he didn't understand it. He was against it. It's kind of like, you know, that ignorance of not understanding. So therefore I'm afraid of it. And he couldn't understand how I would make money on the internet. And like, there was just so much um, pushback. And Mm -hmm. so I knew I needed to have people in my life who understood me and I could speak to and ask questions. So the support that I found, it came through, I had invested in an online course. So some of the people who were in the private Facebook group from that course, I would go into that group constantly. And one thing I always say is I'm responsible for my own business growth. And so I don't expect you to give it to me. I don't expect some other one person to just hand it to me. I'm going to go on a search and rescue mission. If I don't know how to do something, I will go find it. Right. And having that in the back of my head, it's like, I'm fully responsible. Therefore, if the needle is not moving, guess whose problem it is? It's mine. Mm-hmm. So I constantly would post questions. How does this, anybody know how to do this? Can anybody do that? And people were so generous with offering feedback. And mm-hmm. I had also been on a search for a coach. I was interviewing different people and a lot of people just didn't get me or I didn't like them or I thought they were way overpriced. And it was like, just so out of my realm. But mm-hmm. then there was a day where it came to me. It was like, you need to invest at least like $10,000 mm-hmm. if you're serious about your business and you want to take, no one said this to me. It came from inside of me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I and mean, I had I, this I, calling. I, I, yeah. I didn't know. I, I mean, I, I didn't know how I was figuring that out. Cause I was on that same. What do I need now? I have all, I know, I know what I do. I, I, I just don't know what I'm missing. And I love, mm-hmm. I want to just say that one of the things that you're really good at is, is not being an expert in everything. And I think that's really an unbelievable quality that you never say, I know it all. You never pretend that you know it all. And I've watched this. You are, you, what you do is you open the way for other people to be comfortable, to not be an expert in everything and know that it's okay to get help and seek support. Um, I don't want to be on the back end of my website. And I used to pretend <laughs> that I did it. And truth be told, I had a list that was like 
24 items long. And then I found someone who could help me with my website. Yeah. Again, another gift. So what I was doing was I was holding on to this list where there was someone who could take care of my website. And when I gave her my to-do list, I'm letting her do what she does best. So it's actually a gift when you ask for help and find someone to help you with it. Yeah. Okay, sorry to interrupt. Well, if people are ready to grow, if, they're, if, you're, if you're honestly in your heart of hearts, ready to grow your business and ready to scale it, you need to invest in it. Whether it's in a coach, yeah. whether it's in a group program, or whether it's in people who can do it for you faster. Right. So it's like, repeat after me. I am the bottleneck in my business. <laughs> like yeah. you are the problem. You are the problem. Your long list. Your I got to get this. I got to get to, you're not doing it. And frankly, the reason why you should not be doing it. And while, why I'm proud to not be the expert is because that's not how I serve at my highest level. And if there's right. somebody who comes to me and they need me at my highest level, and I've just been working on my stupid website, and it's been draining the hell out of me. And I'm trying to figure out how to convert something into some other thing. And I don't know how to speak whatever online language. What is it called? Um, I don't code. I don't what code? Yeah, I don't even know what it's called. It's like some word. I don't even know it. Um, like it's the problem. And I'm actually at the point where I read this book called uh, Rocket Fuel, and mm -hmm. it helps you understand about how you can be the visionary in your business and hire somebody to be an integrator so that yeah. you can stay serving at your highest level. Meanwhile, there's somebody who can run the logistics of your business and right. be the project manager and follow up with payroll and take care of like all the little nitty gritty so that you can still stay up in creator mode. And you've done that this year, this year you've brought in. So that's the thing is it could be a one-on-one -on -one coach. It could be a group coaching program. It could be a Facebook group that you get support in. But you could also bring on virtual assistants or admins or people who are experts in these different things that you should not be spending your energy on. Oh, yeah. And probably within the next two months, I'll be hiring two more people on my team. Um, I'm going to be hiring somebody for my social media management because yeah. for me, as much as I love it, I, I need somebody else to take it over on a, like, a full-time basis. Right. right. Um, it, is, it could be a full-time job if you want to rock it. That's for sure. Yep. Yep. And I know I need to hire a project manager. I know these things because there's too many things at play and the bigger that I become and the more I need to help serve people, I, I really should not have anything to do with this stuff. And, um, and you know, my assistant, she's amazing. And yeah. like my retreats, I'm like, here you go. I just push it right off my desk and she just catches it. And I don't look back because I, I vet the people who I work with so that I know that they can fully take care of my business the way that it needs to be taken care of. Yep. Um, and knowing that and, and know, and it's a gift for her. She loves doing it, right? It's her expertise. It's her wheelhouse. Like, so that's the other piece about, about finding people to support you in your biz. Okay. So as we wrap up, unfortunately, all good things must come to an end. Our conversation. I, I want to talk to you every day. I mean, I we do talk every day, but it's like, it's just more. Well, more I promise, I promise that I will have you um, back again, but what is your words of wisdom for my audience? Tell me. <sighs> my words of wisdom. I honestly, I, I honestly feel like there is nothing outside of you that can fix your business, that can make it grow, that can shift things around, that can attract people to you. It's all within you. And if you can give yourself permission to 
allow that information to come through and to listen to your body. Like your head is connected with the neck to the rest of your body, but sometimes we have these gut instincts or these feelings in our heart center, and we feel it like a visceral reaction to people when we hear them talk. But it's like our head is too busy, like trying to conceptualize like the logical stuff. But allowing yourself to fully trust in yourself, in your body, your facilities, your own intuition. And everyone's like, oh, well, I'm not into it. Well, yes, you are. We all are intuitive. You, we've all walked into a room and felt like, woo, somebody just had a fight in here. Or somebody tells you something, or you hear somebody singing and it gives you full body chills. Yes. You, you have had a friendship that you just met somebody and you're like, you feel like you've known them your whole life. Yes. We, we know these things, right? You know yeah. this. And it doesn't change with your business. Right. And so when, you, when you're just listening to somebody like Deb or myself and all of a sudden like something hits and it resonates, it's like, oh, there's something there. And allow yourself to like feel into it and trust that it's coming up for a reason. Like you're yes. listening to this for a reason. There's something in here that was powerful that you needed to hear today right now. And maybe you didn't hear it the second that it was broadcast. Maybe you heard it like three or four weeks later. But today is when you needed to hear it. And right. so it's about trusting in yourself and your own facilities, trusting in your mind, your body, and your spirit, that everything that you need is within you. And it's yeah. learning about how to get it out. And personally, I think it's about being able, like, obviously, you can't do it alone. And mm -hmm. so being able to trust these parts of you alone is actually really hard. Mm -hmm. But when you have people like Deb in your life who can support you and and cheer you on as you're in the process of tuning into these gifts and abilities and your own intuition, your own instincts. It's like, you're, it's like, it's again, it's like, whoosh, you get to fly. Um, and it's amazing. So I guess my, my parting words would be, um, trust in yourself, trust mm -hmm. in your instincts and mm -hmm. follow that gut instinct of yours. Yeah. Yes. Don't be afraid of the butterflies in your stomach. Right. And the chills mm -hmm. that you get and the energy that you feel, when you listen or read or watch someone or something, because it's, there's a reason you're feeling that. Okay. So where can my people find you? How can they connect with you? What's the best way? Just ESP pretty much. No, um, no, <laughs> find me on my website, emilyarons.com. I hang out a lot on my Facebook page, facebook.com forward slash holistic. I've been doing a ton more with Instagram stories. So that's been pretty fun for me. Um, yeah. And on occasion, Deb and I do a little, you know, partner action when we do a Facebook live together. So those are all places people can find me, I think. Um, and also in my backyard and my farm, I guess that's another place you could actually physically find me. Yes. Right. Well, thank you, my love. It was thank a you. joy to spend this time with you as always. I can't wait for everyone to hear this episode. And if we referenced any um, books or links or downloads. I will drop um, the links in the show notes. Thanks, Em. Thank so you much. so much. I am so grateful for you. And thanks to, to all your audience members who are listening and taking the time out of their day to kind of tune into a different level and yeah. connect with us on this way. It means a lot to me. So yeah. thank you so much. Thank Love you. you. Bye. <laughs> Bye. Hey, thanks again for listening to this episode of the Market Your Biz Better podcast. I absolutely love connecting you to the people who help me market my biz better. 
I know there are tons of podcasts that you can listen to, so I'm pretty excited that you've chosen to listen to mine. Now, I want you to hop on over to the show notes, use all those links that we dropped over there for you that we mentioned in this episode, and I will see you next time. Now, go market your biz better.